0: Coming up, it's Philosophy Talk. AIs are amazing intelligences, and I think we should probe what that means for them to be intelligent. But they don't have to be the same as human intelligences. Can AI help us understand babies? Can anything help us understand
1: babies? Well, AI is everywhere these days. Why couldn't it show us how children learn to speak?
0: Because babies aren't machines.
1: You know, studies show that babies can learn a second language in the womb.
0: The question for us as human-computer interaction people isn't AI or human. It's it's is the AI plus the human better than just the human? And, and often the answer to that is yes. What if the baby can't? Take- Can what? Can AI help us understand babies?
1: Baby e. robot baby. Our guest is Michael Frank, director of the Symbolic Systems Program at Stanford University.
0: Coming up on Philosophy Talk. On Wednesday, February 14th, join us for a live recording of Philosophy Talk on the Stanford campus. We'll be thinking about mind sharing with Yale psychologist Julian Hara Ettinger. This event is free and open to the public. Everybody welcome. More information at philosophytalk.org. That's Wednesday, February 14th, 7 p.m.
1: at the Stanford Humanities Center.
0: Come share your mind. And your Valentine's Day. With Philosophy Talk.
1: Does AI learn language the way a human baby does? How does anyone learn to speak?
0: Could AI change the way we teach our kids? Welcome to Philosophy Talk, the program that questions everything. Except your intelligence. I'm Josh Landy. And I'm Ray Briggs. We're coming to you from the studios of KALW San Francisco Bay Area. Continuing conversations that begin
1: at Philosopher's Corner on the Stanford campus where Ray teaches philosophy, and I direct the philosophy and literature initiative.
0: Today we're asking, can AI help us understand babies? That's a fascinating question, Ray. So, so can we learn things from chat
1: GPT and other large language models that shed light on language acquisition?
0: I mean, it seems like it would be cool if it were possible, but how would it work? Well, babies have to learn a bunch of stuff. How the objects around them behave the rules of social interaction, various parts of language, and hey, AIs learn language too.
1: Hmm, I, I'm not sure about that. I'm not sure that AIs really learn anything. I mean, I mean, they imitate human speech, sure, but they don't think. They don't have knowledge. They're just fancy computer programs.
0: Oh, yeah? Well, maybe our minds are just fancy computer programs, you know, running on the hardware of our brains. Why are you so confident that AIs are different from us? The difference is we understand stuff and AIs don't. Yeah, but look at everything AIs can do these days. They can make analogies, they can summarize a paragraph. Heck, they can even write poetry. Bad poetry. Really, worse than yours? Hey, right? why are you attacking the rhymes that I'm stacking? Oh, I think you just proved my point. (laughs) Look, AI is at least as good as you when it comes to writing poetry. Why not think it understands what it's doing?
1: Because we know how it works. It's got a giant database that just happens to include a bunch of poems. So when you ask it to write a haiku or something, it just keeps guessing the next line based on its word bank. That's not understanding. It's just a glorified lookup table.
0: Well, if you're so smart, what do you think understanding is?
1: Well, I don't know. I mean, understanding something means having a sense of the underlying principles. It's not enough to get the answers right every so often. You have to get them right for the right reasons.
0: Yeah, couldn't AI do that too? Kids start learning their times tables by looking up the answers and memorizing them. But if they do it enough times, then they start to understand multiplication. So yeah, looking things up is an understanding, but it can lead to genuine understanding.
1: Okay, maybe that could happen, but it sure hasn't happened yet. Have you tried asking ChatGPT for quotes, or philosophy papers, or scientific facts? I mean, its answers generally sound plausible, but it sure makes stuff up a lot of the time.
0: It doesn't seem to be able to tell the difference between a truth and a lie. It's not perfect right now, but it's getting better every day. At some point, it's going to give the right answers.
1: Even if that's true, Ray, I don't think we're going to know whether it's giving those right answers for the right
0: reasons. A small child's still going to understand more than it does. How do you know if a child is giving the right answers for the right reasons? Kids make stuff up all the time. They have a lot of trouble telling the difference between make-believe and reality. Maybe, but kids eventually grow up. Yes, and AI will grow up too. Who knows what it will be capable of? With the right parenting, it could be running the country in a few years.
1: Yay!
0: Chat GPT for president! I can see that you're still not entirely on board. But I bet our guest is going to change your mind. It's Michael Frank, director of the Symbolic Systems program at Stanford University. In the meantime, we sent our roving philosophical reporter Holly J. McDeed to find out exactly how babies
1: learn and why grown-ups should be a little jealous of them. She files this report.
2: Meet Ira, who, like many of us, was once a baby. Here he is at age seven weeks. and age 2 months 17 days speeding it along 6 months 5 days and 2 years 1 month twinkle,
0: twinkle, little
2: Ira is now eight and has many more words and interests, like trains and Minecraft. But were the expressions and actions and noises of baby Ira meaningful and amazing or just nonsense? Everybody who spends
3: time at all with babies for
2: you know any extended period has this sense of how did they do that? Alison Gopnik, a psychology professor at UC Berkeley, studies how young children come to know about the world around them. She says babies and young children learn like scientists.
3: And it's one of those wonderful things where the more time you spend with them, the more impressive their and mysterious their capacities are.
2: Children learn from experimenting. They test hypotheses against data and make causal inferences. Our understanding of how babies learn has come a long way compared to, say, three decades ago.
3: The received wisdom was that babies and young children were lived in a blooming, buzzing confusion, that they were illogical and amoral and couldn't take the perspective of other people.
2: Researchers started asking babies what they knew in their baby language. For example, looking at babies' actions, what they reach for, what they look at. Babies are amazing at imitations. They can learn multiple languages simultaneously. Already, by the time they're born, they're looking at the world, making sense of it. If they look at
3: one thing longer than another thing, that means that they're learning more about it.
2: By nine months old, they start to pay more attention to how other people are behaving.
3: They're already starting to do something like kind of scientific experiments, except when babies do it, we call it getting into everything. So just, you know, picking up a rattle and shaking it is a way of learning about the world.
2: When babies shake rattles, they see how they can affect the world around them. By about 18 months, they start using language.
0: What comes after one? Two. What comes after two? Eight. What comes after eight?
2: Nine. They start to use information from other people to make sense of the world, and with that comes pretending. They seem to be using this kind of imaginative what would happen if
3: ability. They spend a lot of their time out in these what philosophers would call possible worlds instead of the actual world.
2: And that helps them learn, too. Gopnik's three-year-old and nine-month-old grandchildren were just over for Christmas, and every day she would say to herself, My
3: god, like, they really are just like little scientists. Look how smart they are. Look at that really interesting question that they asked. How did they know that? As she spends more time with them, she also has more questions. I say, boy, there's so much more that I don't understand about how these creatures are working. Twinkle,
0: twinkle, twinkle, twinkle. Da, da,
2: da. For Philosophy Talk, I'm Holly Tim McDeed.
1: Want to hear more? You can find a complete episode on iTunes Music, or for unlimited listening, become a subscriber at philosophytalk.org.